We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. Today's topic is children. Are they your sons and are they your daughters or do they belong to the state? That's a critical question right now. The state of Washington and the state of California say no. They're not yours. They belong to the government. And the United Nations just issued a report that doubles down and says the exact same thing. I've told you before that they're coming for your children. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. Well, in the introduction, I've made myself very clear. Today's topic is pure and simple, children. You know, Jesus said, suffer the little children to come unto me. He also told us that it would be better for us to have a millstone tied around our neck and for us to be cast into the sea and drowned than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. It's very clear in scripture, as well as in Western civilization for the last, oh, what, 4,000 years, that these are your kids. They're your sons. They're your daughters. They are your children. They don't belong to the government. They don't belong to the state. They belong to you. They are your responsibility. You're the parent. You're the mom. You're the dad. You are to guard them and protect them and to nurture them and to train them up in the way they should go so that when they are old, they will not depart. What is it that is unclear about what I just said? How is this confusing in any way, shape, or form? How is it that we as a culture, as a people, as a country, as a nation, as a community, as a church even, have lost the common sense lost the ability to see that our responsibility, first and foremost, is to take care of our kids and to protect them from people who want to do them harm, even if those people are government officials. Today's story is about the fact, the fact, the I told you so fact that they are coming for your children. This is not hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. I'm not guilty of a conspiracy theory here. This isn't a theory. It's real. They're coming for your children. They're passing laws, passing bills through the legislature of states like Washington and California where they're saying they can take your kids away from you if you don't bow to the LGBTQIA woke gods of postmodernity. If you don't agree with your 10-year-old's fantasies of pretending that she's something she's not or he is something that he's not, if you don't bow to the God of sexual fantasy and affirm your child in his delusions, then the state will take your kid away. They don't even have to tell you about it or tell you where they are housing him or her. This is a fact. I'm going to share the legislation that's going through Washington right now and California. 
And then I'm going to share with you a United Nations report that just came out where they're dumbing down the age of consent and they're saying that minors have the right to consent to have sex with adults. I've warned you of this. I've told you that the next shoe to fall, the next domino to drop, if you will, in this sequence of insanity is going to be the normalization and legalization of children having sex with adults and adults preying upon children to do the same. I said a thousand times on this show, if a minor can consent to sex change therapy and surgery, then that same minor is going to be claimed to have the ability to consent to have sex and engage in intercourse with adults. If you're old enough to have your sexual organs removed and consent to that, then why aren't you old enough to consent to every other sexual act? And when they claim that 7-year-olds, 10-year-olds, and that is what they're doing. Pentagon doctors right now are arguing that all of the military hospitals across the United States should affirm sex transition surgeries and therapies for 7-year-olds. Seven-year-olds. They're claiming that a seven-year-old has the mental maturity, the cognitive capacity to make those types of life-altering decisions. These people are nuts. They're insane. They're preying on your children. It's Orwellian to the extreme. They've lied over and over again. They've told you that two plus two equals five. They've gotten you to agree to it. Then they say, well, sometimes it equals three. Two plus two can equal five. Two plus two sometimes can equal three. And they get you to nod in compliance, affirming the lie, bowing in submission to the subjective gods of Orwell. And now they get you to admit, as they're preying on your kids, that adults and children are no different than one another. They both have the ability to consent, and therefore all laws restricting sexual activity should be stricken from the books. The UN is now saying that. How in the world can anybody in their right mind who believes it's their responsibility to protect their children remain silent in the face of this nightmare? That's today's show. Let's take a break, and when I get back, I'm going to share the details of these stories with you. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. 
And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance, and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So, for the rest of the show, I want you to listen to these stories. One about the United Nations, one about Washington, the state of Washington. And I'll also mention the state of California in that particular report. But I want you to listen to these stories within the context of um, some Bible verses. Even if you're not a Christian, you have to agree that these Bible verses have served as the foundation for the innocence of children, the value of children, the obligation of adults to to protect children. And foremost among those adults, at the front of the pack, at the front of the line of those that have the responsibility, legally and morally, theologically, ethically, to protect children would be moms and dads, parents. Here are some Bible verses I want you to think about while we're talking further about these stories about how they, the government, the state, the progressives are coming for your children. Jesus was very clear about this. He said, suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And then he says, truly I say unto you, whoever, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. So Jesus elevates the value of children. He says, let them come to me. Don't forbid them. Theirs is the kingdom of God. I say to you, truly I say to you, whoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child is in no wise going to enter in. He elevates the innocence of children, obviously, in that statement. He then says this, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. Again, the elevation of the innocence of children. Jesus also said it would be better for you to have a millstone hung around your neck and to be thrown into the sea than to cause one of these little ones, these children, to stumble. In the Psalms, we're told that, behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with children. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies at the gate. The elevation of children. They're yours. They're your arrows in your quiver. They are your children. You're blessed because you have sons and daughters. Isaiah says this, All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. Yours, not the government's, it says your children. And then we have this in Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. So even before you take your first breath, you are a child. And you are a child of God, but you're a child of your parents. You're formed, God knows you, and then he gives you to your mom and dad. They are responsible for you 
to protect you, your life, and your soul. We are told this story in the Gospel of Matthew. At the time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, asking him, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him, Jesus, a child, he put in the midst of them and said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So, Piper paraphrase, Jesus answers the disciples when they say, Who's going to be greatest in the kingdom of heaven? by saying, Give me that little boy or that little girl over there. Bring him to me. And he sets that child on his knee and he looks at the disciples, the adults, and says, unless you become like this, innocent, pure, clean, like children, you're never going to enter the kingdom of heaven. And then in John, we're told this, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. And then Jesus called them and said this, In Luke, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for such belongs the kingdom of God. And then in Mark, we're told this. Again, Jesus, this is a quote from Jesus in the Gospel of Mark, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. Pretty clear, right? I think this is very clear. Jesus says, see that you do not despise one of these little ones. The Apostle Paul chimes in in some of his earliest instructions to the first century church. In his letter to the church of Ephesus says this, Fathers, do not provoke your children, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Again, he implies ownership. They're your children. Don't provoke your children. Not the government's children, not the state's children, Not the church's children, they're your children, and it's your responsibility to bring up your sons and daughters, your children, in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So my point is this. Biblically, it's very clear. They belong to you. They're yours, your responsibility, and you're going to be held accountable for the way you raise them. Suffer the little children to come unto me. Do not, do not restrict them. Do not influence them in a negative way. Because if you do, it'd be better if you had a millstone tied around your neck and you would be cast into the sea and drowned. There's a special place in hell for those who abuse children. Piper paraphrase, obviously. But I think that's consistent with what the Bible tells us. But in the midst of all of this, in spite of these clear instructions, we are confused in Western society today. The United Nations just issued a report I'm going to focus on this for a minute. I want you to hear what this report from the United Nations says. It says that minors can consent to have sex. That's the point of the report. This is a quote. Sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual in fact, if not in law. The United Nations is working to mainstream sex with minors. That's what that statement means. Their statement, that report, is indicating that relations, sexual relations with underage individuals can be considered consensual despite worldwide prohibitions, laws in various different nations against such acts. I'm going to read that statement from the United Nations again. They're saying that even if it is illegal in country X, Y, or Z, that we should now, we, the enlightened ones, the United Nations, should start considering the fact that children 
have the right to consent to sexual activity with adults. And therefore, there's nothing wrong with it. We need to change the laws. That's what they're saying. We're going to read the statement to you again so you can hear it. Sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law. That's what they're saying. This report from the United Nations is advocating the decriminalization of these acts, adults having sex with minors. They want to decriminalize it as part of a, quote, human rights-based approach to laws governing sexual relations. Here's another quote. The enforcement of criminal law should reflect the rights and capacity of persons under 18 years of age to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct. This this report was authored by the International Committee of Jurists, the ICJ, and the United Nations, Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights. This is another quote from this report authored by these idiots, these predators. They're preying on your children. They're coming for your children. Say it the way it is. This is nothing but a, a call for legitimizing and legalizing pedophilia. They say, pursuant to their evolving capacities and progressive autonomy, persons under 18 years of age should participate in decisions affecting them. With specific attention to non-discrimination, non-discrimination guarantees to these people, these children under 18 years of age. You might rhetorically ask the question, How far under 18 years of age? Notice they don't say that. They don't say 17 and argue for the age of consent being reduced by just one year. They leave it open-ended. Anyone under 18 years of age is what this document says. This, This document is essentially parroting what these deviant groups like the North American Man Boy Love Association, NAMBLA, have been saying for decades. The very reason for NAMBLA's existence is to argue for getting rid of the prohibition of sex between adults and minors. They, they want to condone pedophilia. They want to normalize it. They want to legalize it. They want it to be legislated into Western civilization. They want to not just dumb down the age of consent, but to eliminate it. And can't you see that the logic of telling children that they can choose their own sex has to apply to the same children that they can choose to have sex. So here's my point. The United Nations is trying to mainstream underage sex as it pushes this woke ideology on all of the world. Um, Grace Melton with the Heritage Foundation says this, this document advocates for a lot of troubling ideas and bad policies. She goes on to say this, not only does it suggest that minors may be mature enough to consent to sexual activity, but it also asserts that criminal law may not in any way impair the so-called right to other sexual activities, gender-affirming care, abortion, intercourse with adults, or anything, or anyone. This document, this United Nations report, is arguing for the elimination of all these prohibitions. And then Melton goes on and says this, this report illustrates some of the consequences of the progressive left's expansion of what constitutes human rights. 
Portions of the report advocate for the mass decriminalization of sex acts. As part of this decriminalization, consensual sexual conduct, irrespective of the type of sexual activity, the sex, the gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression of people involved, or the marital status may not be criminalized in any circumstances. According to this report, consensual same-sex as well as consensual different-sex sexual relations or consensual sexual relations between trans, non-binary, and other gender-diverse people or outside of marriage, whether premarital or extramarital, may therefore never be criminalized. Close quote. And we should add, there is no restriction with regard to age. And they're doing this under the banner of human rights? They're doing this under the banner of children's rights? This is crazy talk. It's upside down to the extreme. Well, you say that's just the United Nations, the crazy elites. We don't have to worry about it here in the United States, right? Well, no. Here's a report, April 17th, coming out of the state of Washington. The headline from Fox News is this, Washington bill to allow medical transgender interventions on minors without parental consent. Here's what the story says. A Washington state bill that would strip parents' rights to intervene on their kids' medical care in certain circumstances passed the House in Washington Wednesday, clearing its pathway to being signed by Governor Jay Inslee. Here's another quote. An act relating to supporting youth, or Senate Bill 5599, allows host homes for runaway youth to house youth without parental permission. This is a quote. Furthermore, the host homes do not need to notify parents about their kids if they are getting medical interventions. If there is a compelling reason not to notify the parents, which includes a youth seeking protected health services. Close quote. So if your minor, if your 10-year-old, your 12-year-old, your 14-year-old son or daughter runs away from home because they've been propagandized and indoctrinated by your local public schools to think that they're something they're not, and you as a parent say, calm down. Let's go talk to the pastor. Let's go talk to a counselor. You are a biological boy. You're not a girl. We want to help you with this. We're not going to affirm your fantasy or your delusion. We're going to stand in your way. We're going to love you enough to tell you to stop. We're not going to allow you or allow anyone else to butcher your body, to mutilate who you are, to remove functioning healthy organs. We're not going to permit that. We're your parents. If you take that stand and your kid runs away, in the state of Washington, they can go to a host home, and the host home can protect your child from you. They don't even have to notify you where your child is, and they can then proceed to butcher your child on behalf of the state to remove healthy organs because your 10-year-old, your 12-year-old, your 14-year-old is confused. You're the devil here, not the state, in their opinion. Here's more from this article. The protected health care services included in this bill are as follows. Gender-affirming care, which for minors includes anything prescribed by a doctor to treat dysphoria. So what this means is that if the school's doctor says that your child is suffering from dysphoria, then the state can take your child away from you 
because your child has said, well, mom and dad don't agree with this. They, they don't want me to get hormone therapy. They don't want me to get surgery. They don't want to support me and tolerate me and affirm me. Uh, they disagree. They're hateful. Mom and dad are telling me I can't do what I want to do. If, you're, if your pre-adolescent child is throwing a temper tantrum because he or she doesn't like your rules, then they can run away from home, or they may not even need to run away. The local school counselor, with the aiding and abetting of the school doctor or nurse, can usher the child off silently to a host home, where gender-affirming treatment can be prescribed to, I'm quoting now, two-spirit, transgender, non-binary, and other gender-diverse individuals. Affirming care will include puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and surgeries. I'm not making this up. And instead of contacting the parents, shelters can contact the Washington Department of Children, Youth, and Families instead. They can go to the state. They don't have to go to you as they proceed to butcher your children. One of the Republican opponents of this bill in Washington said this, a parent's job is to protect their child. This bill strips parents of that ability. Gender is in your imagination. This bill legalizes the kidnapping of children and allows for the harboring of minors and segregates us from the union. That's what one of the opponents said. Amen. Amen. Uh, The state Republican leader, John Braun, blasted the bill for attacking parents' rights. This is what he said. The only thing the bill would do is cause harm by driving a wedge between vulnerable kids and their parents at a time when a teen lacks the perception and judgment to make critical life-altering decisions. I don't care whether you're a Democrat, Republican, left or right. You ought to be able to agree with what Braun just said. He went on and said, a parent may not even know why the child ran away and could involve law enforcement or other groups in a desperate search, all the while going through an unnecessary emotional nightmare, imagining the worst about what might have happened to their child, while the state knows very well where your child is and won't even tell you. Now, is this just unique to Washington? No. You've probably heard that California is passing legislation right now through its House and Senate that would restrict parents' rights. The bill there essentially sanctions kidnapping. It's currently being reviewed by the state Senate, which will give the government of California the right to take your kids out of your home without parental consent or approval. And who will have the authority to do this? School counselors. Some 25-year-old know-it-all with purple hair and a nose ring that's employed at your local public school who has a BA and nothing more in counseling is going to be able to take your kid because this 25-year-old woke Gen Zer thinks they know more about how to raise children than you do. They can take your kids away from you without approval. That's what this bill in California is pushing. So, In summary, I've shared with you three different stories. I've shared with you this story of California where they're saying that school counselors will have the right 
to make the decision because they're the experts. They, they know more about your children, your sons and daughters, than you do. And if you're standing in the way of your child's emotional temper, temper tantrum to deny reality, uh, if your child is rebelling against your values, your conservative values, your biblical values, then the school counselor can actually take your child away without your consent and get them gender-affirming care. Okay, California. Washington, same thing. They can take your kid away, put them in a host home. They don't even have to tell you where the kid is. They don't have to notify you. Anything. No information. And then they can proceed to butcher your kid in the state of Washington. And then the United Nations is arguing for the elimination of any restrictions on sexual activity between adults and minors. Because minors, after all, have the mental and emotional capacity to consent. And as I've said before, if you get rid of all moral boundaries other than consent when it comes to sexual activity, if there's no objective standard of right and wrong when it comes to who you have sex with and when and why and where and how, if nothing exists any longer other than consent, if consent is now the only moral boundary between one person and another, then all you need to do is get the other person to consent. And if it was wrong five minutes ago, if consent has now been given, then it now becomes right. That's where we are in our culture right now. Age doesn't matter. They're coming for your children. Like the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir said a couple summers ago in their song, we're coming for your children. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're coming for your children. And then after we get them, we're coming for you. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. <laughs>